I am sick of my boyfriend playing video games. I play video games too, but I am so tired of his entire life being about video games. He works from 7 to 4 and then Twitch streams from 5 to 11 and from 11 a.m. until 10 p.m., usually later until 12 or 2 a.m. and somehow thinks it counts as spending time with me if he plays a game I play too. I do not want to play games with you. I want to see you. I want you to take me to dinner. I want you to watch a movie with me, to have a conversation conversation with me to touch me more than once every other week. I am so sick of this. The whole time we've been dating, I've been supportive because it's your dream to make it big as a streamer. But I want to say so badly, it's been over a year and you only have 500 followers. No one talks on your channel. Maybe once every five streams, you have someone talk on your channel. You're 26 years old and you are wasting your time on a child's dream. You spend 50% of your life playing video games, but do nothing to try and make more money per hour at a job with no benefits or a foreseeable future. Even when you have off time, Tuesday and Thursday night, you watch YouTube videos and Twitch the whole time we're together. I hate to break it to you, but sleeping next to me two or three times a week does not count as spending time with me. This is so ridiculous and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of coming second to video games and people online who don't care about you at all just because you have the BS excuse of it's my dream. No, you just don't want to put any real effort to better your life. So you hope that you'll win the lottery and get famous or something and never have to actually work for your money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that takes work too, which is why you'll never make it because you think putting a bunch of hours in is how you'll get followers. Nah, you actually have to do work and actually have to be good at it instead of just sitting there with a blank expression, expecting people to literally just watch you play a game. Maybe I'm just controlling, but seriously, screw this. Am I the jerk? Am I the jerk for yelling at my parents that their polyamory screwed up my childhood? I believe it started when I was around six years old. My parents often had friends over in the house. I didn't know they were polyamorous, of course. One day I was outside playing, got hurt, and when I ran inside, I caught my parents making out with some random guy. They told me they have other adults that they love, and it's a completely normal thing. Me as a child just accepted that. They gave up being secretive, and their partners would constantly be around, even joining on outings. I remember that on my 10th birthday, they invited three of their partners, one of who I'd never seen before, and the rest of my day, my parents just withdrew from my party and hung out with them. I never saw them doing anything explicit again, but they would kiss their partners, hug them, make flirty comments, something that would be normal between parents, but with many more people. Sometimes I came home from school and my parents were gone, and there was some random adult in our house. Some of them seemed surprised that my parents even had a child. I always hated it, but since my parents had told me this was normal, I just assume many adults probably did similar things and it's just an adult thing that all kids hate. Later, they had less partners and eventually seemed to stop. Not that I know for sure because I moved out when I was 17. I didn't think about it anymore. A year ago, I started therapy for other reasons. As usual, the topic of my upbringing came up and it brought back many feelings I wasn't aware of. I realized that although my parents were always good to me, I never really felt close to any of them and still have a lot of resentment that they made me feel like I had to compete for my parents' attention with random strangers. A while ago, I visited them and they told me they were going to take part in a documentary about polyamorous families and that the producers would like to include interviews with the children. So they would love if I could agree and tell everyone that polyamory doesn't mess kids up. All my resentment bubbled up and I said, I cannot agree because I would not be able to say anything positive. My parents looked shocked. I had never brought this up before and they asked why and I unloaded it all, that I always felt pushed aside 
We barely had any family time without strangers intruding. It turned into an argument and I became loud and yelled that the truth is it did screw me up and that they shouldn't have had a child if their number one priority was pleasing themselves with the entire world. My mother cried and my father said I should probably leave. So I left and was shaken up for the rest of the week, but also felt regret because I've never made my mom cry before. Later, my father sent me a message that was like, we are sorry you feel that way. Can we have a calm discussion about this soon? Even though I've tried to, it's like I can't reply. This argument brought up something very emotional in me. Am I the jerk for hurting my parents over this, especially since I've never brought it up before? Right away, one of the weirdest things in this entire story is the part where he describes where he would come home from school and his parents were gone, but there was a random adult in the house. And even that some of them were surprised they had a child. I mean, that's got to be pretty creepy if you come home and there's just a strange dude just standing there that you have no idea why he's there. You don't know if he's a burglar or if your parents actually know him. But either way, if that happens enough, that doesn't seem very safe for a kid because anything could go wrong in that situation. The kid getting scared or something even worse. It sounds like part of this is him blaming himself for not speaking up about it sooner, but it also sounds like it's something that's hard to process and took a really long time to really work out in his mind how he felt about it. So I think there's a lot of misplaced stress on the not having brought it up aspect of it. There was a whole lot of opinions on this whole thing, and one of the ones that was the most popular was pointing out the fact that when the dad texted him, he basically said, we're sorry you feel this way, and not that we're sorry for doing X, Y, and Z. But I'm guessing that's because he wants to go through the whole conversation in person rather than apologizing over text. But the root of the whole problem seems like they prioritize having their own hobby doing this over the kid, at least from how the kid tells it here. It seems like he felt like he was left out. I think the way he describes it is that he was competing for the attention of his parents against completely random strangers for his whole life. So it's strange that these people would have kids if they're going to prioritize their own lifestyle over spending time with the kid. I'm guessing that they probably thought what they did was enough, but clearly the kid doesn't think so. So the question is, what do you think? Is he the jerk or not for yelling at his parents saying that their polyamory messed up his childhood? Am I the jerk for making a scene of my adult son and sticking my nose in his marriage? I'm 60 years old and bad with the whole text thing on mobile phones, so I'm hoping I won't be judged on my grammar. Here's the important background. My daughter-in-law, who is 32 years old, and son, who's 33, have three children, aged three years old, two years old, and four months old. He convinced her to be a stay-at-home mom and sell her business by telling her how good of a childhood he had and how happy my marriage was without telling her, which I found out today, that our arrangement was everything before 9 a.m. and after 5 p.m. was split 55. 50. Sunday was my day off and I was brought out twice a week. On to the story. On my last visit, I noticed my daughter-in-law was struggling mentally. So I, my sister, who's 55, and her girlfriend, who's 53, pulled our money together and paid for a spa weekend for them while we'd babysit the kids for her birthday last weekend. I was prepared on Thursday evening for the kids to arrive when my daughter-in-law rang me, holding back tears, saying they won't be going because my son's friend came to town and he said he wanted to spend the week weekend with his friend catching up. I pressed her a little and I'm talking a little bit about her situation. She came clean about
about him doing no chores, no date nights, and her basically doing all the childcare because, quote, that's what stay-at-home moms do. I was honestly disgusted. I convinced her to drop me off the kids and bring a friend to the spa. I even dipped into my savings to give her 500 euros to buy herself something nice. When she dropped off the kids, I begged her to tell me where her son was, and after five minutes, she told me the bar. She left for the spa while I left for the bar. She knew I was going there and knew my sister slash sister-in-law were taking care of the kids. Here's where I might be the jerk. When I went to the bar where he and his friends were, I sat down next to the group and asked my son, did I fail you as a mother or was it your father because we both thought your partner comes before your silly drunk friends. Long story short, I humiliated him and got myself banned from the bar. My daughter-in-law says she will be taking the kids to her parents when she gets back tomorrow and my son is calling me a jerk for humiliating him slash sticking my nose in his marriage. Maybe I should have stayed out. I don't know. Am I the jerk? In this case, it sounds like the mother did what she thought needed to be done. Maybe she could have talked to him in private. Or maybe this is the only way it could have got through to him. But it sounds like a lot of it was in the heat of the moment. She was really frustrated when she heard that his wife was going through all of this. And she probably felt a little embarrassed because that's not how she wanted to be perceived as having raised her son. So do you think that she went too far in humiliating him in the bar? Or was she not the jerk here? Let me know what you guys think and what you would do. Am I the jerk for kicking my cousin off of my sister's wedding Zoom call? I'm a 27-year-old male. My older sister, a 30-year-old, and her fiancé, a 31-year-old male, were planning for over a year for their wedding to be this month. Obviously, they can't have the wedding as planned, but they would still like to get married, so they decided on a Zoom wedding where all of my family and friends would just call in to watch the officiant, my sister, and her fiancé. My sister didn't want to be in charge of hosting the Zoom call because she thought it would stress her out, so she asked me to, and I gladly accepted. She and her fiancé decided to invite everyone they originally wanted to and it was a very big list. When we were going over the list, my sister mentioned to me that she wanted everyone else to be muted for the majority of the wedding as she was worried that others would talk over her and her fiance and quote overshadow them on their big day that was already scaled down. However, her and her fiance said that I should unmute everyone at one point so everyone could talk and have a nice time with each other. Fast forward to the day of the wedding, everyone is muted during the ceremony which goes great and so I then unmute everyone and ask to please raise a hand if they'd like to talk so it doesn't get confusing my cousin around my age starts waving his hand crazily and he's with his longtime girlfriend also a similar age I guess he's a very Gregorious guy so I was not surprised then he says stuff like my sister and her husband are such an inspiration it's given me the courage to do this then he turns to his girlfriend and pulls out a box that is the size of an engagement ring box. I immediately saw this as him trying to steal the spotlight, something that he's done since we were kids. For example, he would secretly mess up my sister and I's drawings if the adults would praise ours. So because of this, I booted him off the call. Then I quickly announced that my cousin had technical difficulties and would not be joining again. Everyone else accepted this and went about talking, and my sister and her husband did too. The rest of the wedding went smoothly, except for the fact that my cousin kept texting me angrily saying that he finally wanted to propose as a surprise with family all around and I ruined it. My aunt and uncle texted me the same. So am I the jerk? 
This is one thing that people seem to be continually divided on, whether or not it's the right time to do some sort of proposal or some sort of big announcement at a family event that someone else has scheduled. If you guys remember a long time ago, we talked about that story where they actually had really bad news. And during this announcement of their bad news, which had something to do with the fact that one of their children was really sick, someone else in the family used that as an opportunity in order to announce their pregnancy. I'll try and find the link to that video if you want to check it out in the description. But those type of things people seem to be really split on. A lot of times people think, well, why shouldn't they? They're all together. And then other times people think that if the family is pulled together for a reason, it should only be for that reason. And this seems like exactly that divide. The OP here wanted to make this all about the wedding couple and that was it. And clearly the guy who proposed thought he could use it as a way to have a lot of people together for his proposal. I think that if this happened during a non-critical time of the wedding, maybe way after the fact or after all the ceremonies done, sometime when something else had finished, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal, but I know for sure this would still bother a lot of people. So the question is, would it bother you? And do you think he was a jerk for kicking him off the Zoom call when he proposed in front of everyone? Would I be the jerk if I stopped baking cookies for the retreats that have come to expect them? I work for a quilt shop part-time and once a month we have quilting retreats. Over time, I've started to work more at the retreats and it's come to the point where I cook cookies for the retreats and the owners reimburse me for ingredients, with the exception of the batch of chocolate chip cookies that I usually make for free. Not to brag, but I make some pretty good chocolate chip cookies. The recipe is secret and it took me years to get it the way I want it. The cookies have become a staple of the retreats and the owners have started telling people about the cookies to convince them to buy a retreat spot. I don't get paid for baking these cookies and I don't even get reimbursed for the ingredients to make them. I just started doing it because I like baking and giving them to people. It was fun at first, but now when I walk into the shop on retreat times, I get bombarded with, oh, did you bring cookies? Where are the cookies? I can't tell you the last time I got a, hi, how are you? From any of the retreaters or other staff that work solely on the retreats. Half the people who come to the retreats don't even know my name. They call me Cookie Lady, despite being reminded of my name several times. This month, I've got a friend in town and I told the owners I couldn't cook for this month's retreat. When one of the other retreat staffers heard this, they said, we will miss your cookies. Not, we will miss you, or even a, have a good time with your friend. I feel like at this point, my entire worth to them is placed in the damn cookies, and I don't even want to bake them for them anymore. I love baking, but part of that love is experimenting with other stuff, and the one time I brought brownies instead of my cookies, I got complaints. I feel forced into making these cookies, and it's not fun anymore. I don't even get paid to make them, but suddenly it's expected of me, and it gets me nothing but stress and hurt feelings. So, would I be the jerk if I stopped baking them and just told people to deal with it? I can definitely see how this would be very hurtful. People are not even looking at her as a person they want to be at the retreat. They're just looking at her as some sort of utility, the cookie maker, the person who just shows up just to have cookies and not even for a paid service because she repeated that several times in this post that she doesn't get paid for them because I'm assuming she might look at this a little bit differently if that were the case as a justification why it doesn't matter if she's there as long as the cookies are there because at least she's getting money out of it, but she's not. So I think that this was a really nice gesture to offer to everyone there, but she is under no obligation whatsoever to continue doing this. It was just a really nice thing to do when she wanted to do it. And now it seems like it's taking a toll on her, not the cookie baking itself, but everything that comes as a part of it. It's almost like the cookies were too successful, but let me know what you guys think. Is she the jerk here or not? And what would you do if you created cookies so good that all people wanted you for were your cookies?